Good evening and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with a very, very special guest this week. It is, of course, Rory Alexander. Here he is. How are you doing tonight, Rory? All good, thank you, Hugh. All good. It's great to have you back on the show. Um, and I know that you've been doing lots of incredible racing throughout the year. Um, I've seen you race with Kirith uh, in iRacing. Um, and, uh, and you've been doing some fantastic GT Sport videos where you've met some of the worst and some of the best drivers <laughs> out there in the past few, uh, few, few months. And it's always exciting to see your videos. You're thinking, oh, my goodness, what has happened to poor old Rory um, with, when he comes out with these great titles? But uh, tell me, what's, give me a, a quick summary of what you've been doing this year. Um, well, I've been hanging on really in terms of sim racing stuff, to be honest, you, um, obviously welcome my second child into the world as if one wasn't difficult enough. Uh, I thought it'd be good to have two. I thought it was a good idea at the time anyway. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, just been hanging on really just trying to make sure that, you know, the content keeps coming. Um, I've, I feel a lot sort of, um, more comfortable with it now. I can dedicate a bit more time to it now that our youngest Max is in a bit more of a routine. So as you would have seen, the content would be a bit yeah. more um, regular now, shall I say. Um, but yeah, we're still trying to work out how to get the weekends free to do some endurance racing. That is the, that's the pickle at the moment, the conundrum. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you've been doing, uh, I've seen a number of your videos like on iRacing um, mm. cause that was something that was fairly, fairly new for you. Cause mainly you did mm. GT sport before. Um, and people will probably know you for, I always remember saying my, my goal, was to get to A plus or S plus on GT yeah, yeah, Sport, yeah. and then that was the thing, and you got there, and and that was it. You got into the top split. Um, yes. But what was how how was it when you first started to do i racing? Because that's a big change. Um, it was a it was completely alien to me, to be honest. It was a complete baptism of fire because as as anyone who knows with i racing, you start off in the Mazdas, um, yeah. and I don't know if anybody else was like me, but I just span every single time <laughs> in the braking zone. Just the back yeah. came round, I was yeah. gone. Um, that was the biggest thing for me. And, and just the change of ethos around safety first. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Gran Turismo Sport, you know, there's no damage or anything. So you can yeah. smash into each other as, you know, as you alluded to earlier. I found that all too frequently. You can get smashed into and, and I'm sure everybody, you know, get, has the same thing. Uh, but with iRacing, there's a consequence. And there's such a variety in iRacing as well. And I know people have a moan up about sort of the the pricing model and all this sort of stuff but yeah. if it's your hobby you know i'm quite happy to invest in it if it gets me that little bit closer to uh you know the real thing then then i'm all in um so yeah, yeah. it was just uh, it was a complete alien experience but i fell in love with it absolutely fell in love with it it is quite invigorating isn't it because I, 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 I did the same quite recently i got a membership for mm. iRacing um, and i started in in uh, was my first place was a formula v I, mm. And I was so bad, I got disqualified. Well, the thing was, <laughs> people were banging into me, and I was avoiding other people. And then I ended up hitting somebody else's wheel, uh, and I yeah, catapulted so. over the thing. <laughs> um, and it was hilarious to watch, although I was fuming at the time. And then somebody else hit me after I'd already crashed and stopped. Um, they came along and they hit me. Um, yep. And then that, that was so many points away that I got disqualified from my first ever race on yeah. on high racing. Um, but it, it's it is because like it's like an on off switch, isn't it? The brakes. It's something mm -hmm. all of a sudden that this lock up and um, straight away. Um, but there is something that just keeps you going back for another run. And eventually, you, I suppose you, you kind of get used to it and you start getting better. Uh, mm. But uh, did it take you a little while to adapt 
to the different type of driving that you have to do on iRacing. Oh, massively. Yeah, absolutely massively. And when I flick between Gran Turismo and iRacing, there's such a, there's such a difference. Um, mm. I find iRacing so much more responsive. Um, yeah. But, you know, you turn a little bit and the car's, the car's gone. With Gran Turismo, you sort of turn a lot then it moves. Um, yeah, um, yeah. But the biggest difference, as you as you said, was the braking. I mean, I don't know if you've tried the – you wait till you get to the GTEs where there's no yeah. ABS. Uh, you yeah. know, you tap the brake, you're locked up, you're in the back of someone in front of you. Um, yeah, that's that's really interesting. When you get to the, the big boy stuff, the GT3s and the GTEs uh, yeah. and the multi-class racing, that's where it really comes alive for me. Yeah, because it is quite fun. I, I did – I bought the Ferrari GT3 car. And yep. a couple of weeks ago, they were at the Nürburgring. Uh, yeah. no, it was um, it wasn't Nürburgring. It was the um, the German oh Hockenheim Hockenheim. That's what it yep. was. Uh, and that was really good. And and to be fair, I didn't do too badly um, because I still felt you know it, it was a fixed series, which is quite good. So mm-hmm. everyone has the same car. Um, but it just took me a little while to get used to how where you can how how much curve you can use, and because sometimes they're quite strict on track limits and things like that. Yes. Um, but it, it was great fun. And and then I did skip Barber as well. Uh, we didn't okay. get a skip bar and they're quite fun. Uh, but I did my first multi-class race just yesterday. Um, uh-huh. in the, it was in the saloon car. It was an American one. So you had a Cadillac or you were in a Kia, um, a wheel drive Kia Optima or something with about 400 horsepower. Um, yeah. and it was, but it was kind of lethal. Uh, but it was, it was at Ulton Park. And the first few laps, I thought, I can't even get the car around the corner. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> the, that final corner, I just kept spinning or running wide. Um, so it took me about 20 minutes to try and get a clean lap. Um, I love the variety, you Hugh, that, you, that you're doing here. I literally just go GT3 at Grand Prix tracks. You know, that that's me. And you're, you're off at Alton Park in a Cadillac or you're yeah. doing Formula V or you're doing Skip Barber. I don't know how you do it. I don't know well, how you that's do probably it. why I don't do very well. But it, but I just, I love the, I love, sorry, I have to have a go in that. And I ended up buying, like, I think I bought a Formula Renault and I also bought one of the, is it an SCC single-seater? Uh, which is even worse brakes than the yeah. Formula V. So it was like, it was, it was just, you can go forward really quickly and really easily, yeah. but try and slow down and then nothing happens, you know, or it just locks up and you just go straight off. And the, the thing is, in real life, I've driven a Formula Vauxhall Lotus many years ago. Oh, really? Um, and they had really good brakes, although the, it was really hard, you know, the brake pedals mm-hmm. solid, um, but it, it didn't lock up like that. Um, so I thought, how can this be? I, you know, iRacing's spending all that money um, getting all this detail. And yet when you try and yeah. hit the brakes, it just locks up. Um, it's, yeah. it's an interesting one. I think one thing that you will find, if I think the difficulty with it as well is, is probably the brake that you've got at the moment with the, G, the G29 brake, yeah. because it's a, it's, it's a linear brake, isn't it? It's one that, yeah. it's one that you can push really far. You know, yeah. with the, if, when you get to a load cell and you're moving it, mm. you're moving your brake sort of like that much, you can have yeah. so much more control because you're just doing it with your, with, yeah. with tiny little fractions and i think that will probably open it up quite a lot because if i went back to the g29 uh break i'm sure i would have exactly the same issues i would be going straight on not yeah. stopping stopping too early going straight on i would be doing the whole shebang so um <laughs> i definitely think it, that would that would increase the kind of the enjoyment um if you ever find your way into a low cell Yes, that is my next step um, because I, everyone's telling me that's what to do. And I was fortunate enough to have a go on Thea's sim rink uh, when it was her party down in London a few months back. Um, okay. And she had a new uh, um, uh, sim rink all built up um, and it had a, it had a really good solid brake pedal. Yeah, um, and immediately it. you just had the feel um, yep. of how to brake. It was so much more comfortable and just so much better, more predictable. 
um, how to how to slow the car down, um, which was great. But uh, but I had my wife nagging at me saying, "Come on, man, grow up, get off that machine. You're only allowed a small shot." So I couldn't have a proper proper go to um, oh. to, to really kind of get get used to it. We were on a bit of a a, a short time scale, but it was it was great oh, fun. That um, so what's been the, the, one of the biggest highlights of of the year? Well, obviously, you've got your your youngest oh. son now. Okay, that, that's yeah. a big one there for you. So outside of that, um, I, as I say, just still kind of being here to be honest with you the the channel went through sort of a bit of a lull when i where it wasn't top of my priority um mm. obviously we had all the covid stuff which was another you know another challenge for us all um really it's just kind of kind of staying staying relevant really to be honest with you um mm. is is something to celebrate for me to be honest because um i always say it on my streams you know i just i don't quite understand it sounds ridiculous me even saying it's the appeal of myself i don't know you know i don't get it i'm just i'm just me so for for people to watch and to be interested and even people like yourself wanting to talk to me and people in chat wanting to see you talk to me it's it's still rather alien to me even all these years later so it's just a constant highlight to be honest with you to be able to do this and and because i'll be doing it off camera you know yeah, yeah. Uh, but to do it on camera and 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 work with brands like Fanatec and Simlab yeah. and, and all the, and um, rain gaming and stuff. It's just, it's just a bit of a dream to be honest. <laughs> I just, I, I think I'm going to wake up sometime and, and, and think, wow, that what could have been, but uh, no, it's, it's a constant highlight. And I, I absolutely love it. Absolutely. love I mean, it. Cause you're certainly seen as one of the big kind of British players out there on the, on the, on the kind of sim racing channels because you know we've got we've got super gt we've got the tidleys mm -hmm. the k25s and uh, the, the ollie and so on and mm -hmm. and but you're in there but you were one of the first ones in there like alongside super gt because you've been doing it for quite a few years now um and you know, if, there, if there are the pillars of of sim racers that we all follow uh you're definitely right up there in the in the founding fathers of of sim racing <laughs> uh, you know of there because you're you know you, you went out there you, you had your goal to get up to s plus mm -hmm. and you did it I, and you've made you've you've kind of you've got your marketplace. You know, you've, you've found your niche in there, and and so people like watching your streams, uh, especially because you're very honest. And uh, I think I, I I was watching one of your videos where you gave a place back because you'd you'd had a site coming together with something, mm. and I was like, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, would, I would be much more on the way down the highway. But it was uh, but you kind of show a very honest looking. Uh, if What's, that happens, you're you you you're very polite. Well, uh, well kind of. I, I wouldn't have got that. I, I'm to be honest. That probably happens quite a lot because if I didn't, if I don't feel I would have got that place, then I'll just give it back because I can't. I don't see any value in it. If I come mm. first because I've rammed everyone out of the way, yeah. I would just feel like I haven't really achieved anything. If you like, I feel yeah. like I've cheated. But I think my mm. kind of um, niche, if you like, is, is I always try and be honest. Um, I always try and because I'm working full-time like everybody else. There's only a few people, you know, who do this thing full-time, who are lucky enough to yeah. do this thing full-time. I'm just like everybody else, you know. Try, yes, I've got a few toys that I'm very, very lucky to have. But outside of that, you know, I'm working nine till five like everyone else. Mm -hmm. Then we're, we're doing the family stuff. You know, we're doing, you know, all the other things that we need to do. Then we settle down in our spare time and we go racing. And to even, you know, hang with any of these people who are you know very very good at this game that i find myself in races with i just love the challenge of it all just absolutely yeah. if i can you know if i can close the laptop at work you know uh get the kids in bed asleep bath and bed have dinner with my wife then you know rather than watching <laughs> extenders and all the other 
garbage she watches. I can come upstairs <laughs> and you know mix it with some of the best on the game. That's yeah. that's good enough for me. That's that's all I want. That's all. And I think it's quite relatable because I think a lot of people struggle have the same struggle. You know, they yeah. could be so much better, yeah. but they haven't got the time because they've got other responsibilities. Um, yeah, and that's why I have to do this at nine o'clock because uh, uh, by the time you get kids to bed and sorted out. And when I come and get kind of studio links out at half past eight is the earliest I can I can usually do that, knowing that the kids will not ram through the door. Say, where's I my hear you, a hundred percent. Yeah, I hear hundred percent. Right. An hour ago, <laughs> I was reading Ten Little Pirates and and Dear Zoo to my yeah. to my youngest, <laughs> and just praying that he goes to bed so uh, so I could do this. But uh, yeah, it's we're all soldiers of the same struggle, I think, aren't we? Apart from yeah. the, the apart from the few. Yeah. Well, I think what's so nice about about sim racing is that I mean we've got all the guys in the in the chat here. We've got Mike, uh, who's just joined Mike Rogers Racing. We've got Pagan Ant. We've got Rue. I'm trying to think all the people that I can see quickly. We've got Sean uh, Henry Bernal, who won the the, the 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 photo tile a few weeks ago. We've got Racer Fourteen GLR. Um, we've got lots of guys in there, guys and girls in the in the chat, which is fantastic. And I will get to your questions very very soon. Um, but uh, but what's so nice is that you know there's quite a few of us who are in that let's just say in our middle middle ages uh, gone through a midlife crisis or two um <laughs> and uh, and what's so nice is that with sim racing we can all support each other um and mm. enjoy and then also take part because we might do a lobby or things like that uh, and how have you found your community because it's obviously it's grown thirty thousand subscribers is fantastic um that uh, how do you find um keeping up with your community is it something <sighs> that, that is is it's quite hard or or has it become easier yeah it blows my mind you know even to have someone describe it as a community it just and in my own community it, it, it yeah i i can't keep up with it to be honest with you uh that's why i try and limit it so we we no longer have a discord because i was do i wasn't i i just couldn't do it any justice you know all these yeah. amazing people yeah. were in here and i i wasn't there it, it was really, really odd. So, um, so I did actually get rid of that and just directed people to, you know, my Instagram and my and my Twitter, um, yeah. and I just try and be as active I can as I can with my YouTube comments. Um, but yeah. even that's very, very difficult to to stay on top of. But uh, mm. and and I just felt, you know, with the Discord thing, that's that's not me. I I've got one yeah. for the channel members because I feel like I owe them to do something a little bit more for their incredible you know, OTT generosity, quite frankly. Um, so something I wouldn't normally do. But in terms of discords and things, it's, that's just not kind of me. And I don't think I was being honest to myself. And I know Steve, Super GT kind of did the same thing. It, you know, once you get a little bit too big, it kind of runs away with itself and you feel like the outsider. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, no, that's yeah. it, isn't it? It's, I love having my Discord as well because uh, it, it does it's great to be able to put the community news out there and talk to people mm. um but it's, and it's nice when people are talking away amongst themselves when you're not there too um, yeah. which is great um but uh, but it's all good now i i have to mention this one rob w488 has said as a fellow datsia driver and sim racer has joined discord now yes he he's there uh, i've got to see two datsias now and uh, talk about uh, having to having to change your car to go through a recession um, but we, we decided with the crazy prices of, of, of new cars, we got a, a ridiculous price for our second-hand one, so we bought Datsia's. It's always good to know there's people who are budget-conscious who are in the channel oh. there as, as well. Uh, but I was going to say, Rory, what kind of car do you drive? Is it something fast and furious? 
So it used so I used to have so when I, I was talking about this on stream actually last night, before I met Erin, so in twenty fourteen I got my first good job and I thought, right, I'm gonna treat myself. And I got myself a, a fifty three plate, I think it must have been two thousand and eight at the time. So it's about five years old. Or well, no, mm-hmm. would that have made sense? No, or twenty eighteen. Whatever it was, it was five years old. It was yeah. a Porsche Boxster S Sport. It was the three point four litre manual. I absolutely loved it. And I think I've got some pictures of it on my Instagram. Had that, met my wife, then had my wings clipped a little bit because uh, I had to think <laughs> of other things like buying houses and all this sort of stuff. Um, but our cars at the moment, so the wife, much to my dismay, has got a Fiat 500X uh, oh, 1.6 yeah. diesel. It's horrendous. It drives like a tractor, sounds like a tractor. It just, it's it's no good at all. I'm trying to get to get rid of it, but who am I to tell her what to drive? Um, and then we have a family car, which I had more input in. Uh, we've got a BMW X3. So we've got the, oh, yeah. we've got, so we've got that's a 18 plate, but we've just actually ordered uh, a new car. But I did sneak in because uh, you got three options with the X3 because I wanted a big family car that was a bit sporty. Yeah. So we got the M Sport one, um, and it was the three litre that we got. I sneaked in the three litre because she didn't understand what two, three, or four litre was. And I thought thought four litres is a bit much. She was okay with it until we got the road tax bill for 450 quid, which, to be honest, actually took me by surprise a little bit as well. And I thought, I said, I styled it out. I said, yeah, they're all this much. They're all this much. Um, But road tax will soon be a thing of the past because we've just actually ordered i think about six weeks ago uh the bmw ix3 so the exact same car as ours but completely electric so we're going we're going with that and that arrives in february actually which is which is quite uh yeah no no it's about five or Oh yeah, a good four months away there about so yeah. four months away. Oh well, that yeah. might be quite a machine. So if you've got a driveway, you can and a charge point, then then that's so that's the next challenge. Uh, I've been quite lazy with it, to be honest with you. I've had other things to to crack on with, but yes, I've got to find how to charge this thing, um, which she keeps saying to me. So Rory, how are you going to charge this? Um, and also, I think there's a bit of a shortage, so I need to get my backside into gear on that one. Yeah, you should be able to get a charger if you've got as long as you can put it somewhere. So you're not on a, like I'm on a residential street. So it's no use for me uh, mm. because I can't park necessarily outside my house. Um, so I'm kind of stuck for that one. Um, yeah. But uh, hence the Datsia diesels, and they don't come any cheaper than that. But mm. uh, so that's the way. But um, but but yeah. But no, I suppose if you've got the space, and it yeah. sounds like it'll be a great car. And um, yeah, and what it does is also, and and what it does is it allows me to have the conversation about the 500X because I want to get rid of that. I want yeah. to get so I can, I never was interested in old cars. I can see how people do it now. So when I was younger, when I first started driving, the cars to have were a Golf GTI, a Citroen Saxo VTS, or a uh, Clio 172 Cup, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to try, and they're, un- they're horrendously unsafe, uh, but <laughs> I'm going to try and get rid of the Fiat 500X and say, right, I'll have a run around that. I'll drive to the station or I'll drive to Golf or whatever, uh, and yeah. I'm going to try and try and get one of those, maybe a 172 or a or a... Yeah, something something along those lines. I fancy one of those ones, to be honest. Yeah, some a great pocket cars. rocket. Yeah, yeah. Especially some of the some of the machinery nowadays. Um, I mean, I, I think some car prices have gone through the roof, but there's some mm. other great cars that are quite cheap. I was, I was, I, it used to be, I used to have a BMW, a 540 mm. Touring. Uh, Ooh, yes, yeah, yeah. State. Uh, Very nice. Friend, my old friend Jonathan's uh, uh, car. Uh, uh, um, they had it in the family for a long time, um, but it was a great machine. Uh, really fast and and fun, mm. uh, but now I think it's maybe still possible 
I mean, I've seen like Porsche Boxsters at about six and a half, seven grand um, oh, yeah. that are quite old. Uh, but you know, if they're at all kind of well well maintained, um, they might be all right. Or even like some of the big the Mercedes S Class coupes, uh, yeah. the V8, V10, or V12. Again, for similar money, um, you just have to shop around a wee bit. Yeah, but, my dad um, got the. Um, what was it? Would it be the SLK? No, what's the big one? The one that Clarkson the S, had. Uh, the S. Oh, um, oh. SL was it? The SL. Yeah, the SL. Yeah, the SL is the one. It's really nice, kind of. Good yeah. So we had one of those. Um, like he had one of those a few years ago, and it, it was just. I remember Clarkson had one, the AMG one, uh, and it was it was just beautiful, absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, I mean, get an old SL. Uh, I, I, I love watching these videos called the barn finds, and they go to like. Oh yeah, you were saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the old abandoned junkyards, and there was one by, done by the Bearded Explorer about a year or two ago, and he found this abandoned junkyard somewhere down south, mm. um, in the middle of an old field, and, it, and the woods had kind of grown over it, um, mm. and there was like five hundred SLs, like the old, like from the eighties, and in actually remarkably good condition, uh, three door Range Rovers. You know, the original Range Rover concept. There were <laughs> yeah, about yeah, seven yeah. of them. And amazing stuff. And you just said your eyes were watering with this stuff. You know, because you think, oh, any of those um, you would want to have. Um, Audi Quattro's. Uh, oh, Audi right. Yeah, Quattro's, yeah, 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 yeah. Ford Escort RS 2000s. You know, all the kind of cla- amazing kind of iconic cars you get on a set yeah. of Corsa and things like that. Um, so, yeah, no, it's definitely, um, there's some amazing machines that, mm. that, that kind of, they're the things that you just, you grew up, as you say, wanting to drive. Oh, I mean, I remember when it was a, there was a craze with the Clio 172. Uh, yes. They were great cars. I think yep. that's probably the one I would go for out of those. Uh, yeah, out I, would of those go for, I would go for the cup out of it. The I cup. wouldn't get the full fat one, as they call it. I would yeah. get the cup. And then even then you can get the 182 or you can get the 182 Trophy, which is like a it's like a, a lava orange um, uh, version of it. It's completely stripped out. Oh, it, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. it was really nice. and it was. Uh, but the problem is it was limited run, so it's still about 17 grand. To get one, <laughs> which is I can't justify that to get that one over the line. Uh, but yeah, those so that sort of era, I, I'm all in if we can get rid of that bloody Fiat 500. I'm sure you'll get rid of that Fiat. I'm sure it's not that bad. Sorry if you're watching, yeah. darling, by the way. I know she was watching, so and I did say to her the other day, it's okay, you can drive what you want, I don't mind, but really, it hurts my feelings. <laughs> that car. One of the best cars I ever drove was the new Fiat, the Fiat 500X with a one point, was a one liter turbo petrol, it was a completely different car. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's a, it was really like a real proper Italian car, you know, zingy engine, lovely mm-hmm. gearbox, uh, yeah. and it was quick and it was it was great fun. Um, but doesn't uh, sound was, like a, doesn't sound like our one. <laughs> no, no, the diesel might not be as, as good as that. Um, but no, it's, it's it's quite fun. Now now that we've had all of our crazy car questions here, um, and quickly before I go to the the, the chat's questions, oh yes, uh, we did get asked by one of the chat is what's in that mug. That you're that you're that you're hiding oh, away there. It's a it's a cup of tea. It's a cup of tea that's getting ever colder. So I have been waiting for breaks to uh, to, <laughs> to swig it before it gets all uh, all too cold. But no, it's very nice. That's thick. Now I, for everyone who's watching tonight, especially from the guys from our community here, I've got Rory's link for his YouTube channel in the description below. So if you've not already subbed to his channel, please go over and sub to his channel um, after you've been watching the show tonight. Because um, he's got over 30,000 subscribers, uh, but he's always looking for more, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so that would be, be always fantastic. Um, but uh, And here is my friend Jonathan that said, Hugh always recommends Fiat's, but never buys them, which is absolutely true. Uh, I do love them, <laughs> but I never never buy them myself. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so you like them enough, but not to, not to have one yourself. 
I was that close to buying a Tipo station wagon a couple of months ago, but we just didn't quite do it. But uh, <laughs> so that was that was the thing. But um, but yeah. Uh, so I, I'm going to now ask you about GT7 because of course mm. this is the latest coming out March the 22nd. Um, mm -hmm. What do you think it's going to be like? Are you excited? Uh, yeah. Well, I've got mixed feelings about it to be honest because I've never actually uh, been through the transition of a game. Uh, as a you know as a content creator now so you know Gran Turismo Sports all I've ever known uh, and it's all I've ever loved to be honest with you in terms of this whole YouTube world and I'm a bit nervous about doing a leaving that behind as much as it's got its horrendous yeah. faults like mm. its penalty system the fact we do the same races every week it hasn't it was sort of like updated in in bits and bobs and you know the it's only got daily race A B and C um, I'm gonna miss it I'm really going to miss it, um, yeah. when it when it goes. And I think I'm going to keep hold of it, definitely. But the stuff on Gran Turismo 7 looks looks incredible. Um, yeah. You know, the, the things for me that that I'm most excited about is the day, and I know Kirith covered it, Kirith Cart covered it in one of his videos, one of his GT Sport, GT7 videos that do really, really well. Um, Day-night transition and dynamic weather. They are the two things uh, for me yeah. that is just going to close the gap to the likes of iRacing and all this sort of stuff. I mean, they're never going to have damage because, you know, these car companies don't like their cars looking wrecked and all this yeah. sort of stuff. But yeah. if we can get those in, it's going to be an absolute game changer and it's just going to be uh, incredible. I'm, I'm still only kind of interested in the online stuff. I yeah. can't, you know, I can't do racing against AI, no matter how mm. good it is. I can't do it. I need to go, you know, mano a mano with humans. I need to outsmart yeah. humans or, you know, yeah. react to other humans. Um, I can't. So that sort of side of it, you know, like the tuning garage and, and all that, it's great for nostalgia. But for me, I will still be doing, you know, the online GT Sports style type stuff for sure. Yeah. Yes, I know what you mean about the it, it, you'll miss GT Sport because it is it has become an incredibly iconic game. I think it uh, as as you say it has its faults, but I mean it's been massive for so many YouTubers. It's been a huge game changer even for their mm. careers, isn't it? And you know for their hobbies to have become such a big part of their life and and communities um, that they've built through this game. Mm. So yeah, leaving it behind and going on to PS5 and getting a new uh, uh, Gran Turismo Seven. It's going to be interesting. Um, but I, I say, because you like doing the endurance side as well, don't you? You're yes. quite keen on doing the longer. Are you hoping there might be a few longer races for the kind of multiplayer that will be coming? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, um, I th I've, I've heard a couple of bits that would suggest that's probably not going to be the case, which is quite disappointing, because uh, I think that's one thing that Polyphony Digital could do much, much better, is mm. listen to their community. Um, and actually, you know, we could improve this game for them you know I've, I've offered multiple times and tweeted multiple times to say look i will tell i will go and do all this sort of stuff for you like tell you what races people want what combinations that people want for the next 10 weeks we'll tell you which ones yeah. we want on daily a, <laughs> a, a a b and c ones we don't want to go to alsash village in in a 200 brake horsepower car nobody yeah. no, well you might like that because i know you do daily a race sometimes but everyone yeah, no, i know I is know, not no, not interested Alsace. Uh, and yeah. I don't want to do Fuji in Group Four. I just don't want to. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. Um, yeah, yeah. But, especially um, the long version. The short version is slightly is, is a bit more kind of you can you can kind of just about cope with that. But the, yeah. that horrible chicane just slows everything down. 
that uh, but uh, but we have got another special guest in the chat would you believe we've got Kirith Kirith Cart <laughs> has joined the chat and has caused a stir already um so I'll quickly <laughs> I better mention one of his uh, one of his questions now here we are what are Rory's thoughts on PG Motorsport so this is this guy this is like the 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 momos of 2022 right or 2021 or whatever year we're in um he yeah I, I don't really know him i haven't come across this guy uh i haven't apparently he's a right nightmare i've seen a few videos on him um or her i don't know who it is what it is um, but I think but i've i've only got i can only have what love for one dirtiest driver and that will always be momos always momos is the original and he he will remain the best. So these imitators like PG Motorsport, uh, that Greek guy from the other video, um, uh, yeah, they don't compare to the original, the OG, which is Momos. I've actually got PG Motorsport as a friend on PSN. I think when I was going through all the bits, I must have ticked the thing, and he and he, he friended me back. So oh. I don't know whether I thought I you were going to say you've got him on the show next week. <laughs> 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 No, to be fair, Keith got a coup there, an absolute. Uh, that was a, a real kind of scoop uh, to get Momo's on his video, which was fantastic. Um, but uh, but uh, it was certainly uh, if I could get PG Motorsport, that that would be something. Uh, but Keith did a great job to get him uh, on an interview as well. And Keith has then said, "Can you please press Rory on whether he is indeed PG Motorsport? I've never seen them in the same room." <laughs> well, to be fair, that is he's got a point, hasn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. I could, I could well be Kirith. I could well be. You'll have to find out when you interview him, I suppose, Kirith. Ah, uh, is he going to gonna try? I guess. Right. Well, that's his thing, isn't it? He's trying to step on your toes with this interview stuff. Ah, I know. Kirith, you need to... to leave it. You need to leave it to the pros, my friend. I'm you need to leave to it to the him. pros. I'm going to have Absolutely. to take a lawsuit out to, to to stop him doing that. He's going <laughs> raining on my parade here. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, now we've got a great question from Adama Banana. It is Mr. Rory. What foods will you not put on your car? Uh, what? What? What did he what say? Food? Uh, I'll show you. What oh, food? What food? Oh, yeah. okay. What does he mean in terms of liveries? Does he mean? I, think I so. guess he means liveries. Yeah, I do. I am partial to a to a food, a confectionery based livery. Um, I don't, and I don't know where that comes from. Um, I think it's like NASCAR. I remember Jeff Gordon's one that was always, oh. I think it was even DuPont or whatever it's called. But there was an M&M one, I think, that I saw that was amazing. I like the old DeWalt one. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know what I wouldn't put on there, to be honest. I mean, I used to be quite picky with it and only put stuff on there that I would eat, like yeah. the KFC Lexus. It was quite an iconic one that I used for a long time. Uh but to be honest, I, I would put if it looks good, I will I will go with anything. If it's like massively on brand, like I like the Subway ones. I actually yeah. got a load of grief for my Ben and Jerry's one. I don't know if you've seen the Ben and Jerry's one, uh, Hugh. Oh but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what it's got to is people think I align myself with the company's values. Now apparently they're quite a woke company. Uh, these yeah. Ben and Jerry's. Um, <laughs> so I got a load of grief in the comments from someone for using a Ben and Jerry's livery because it means that I completely agree with their views on veganism and, and all this sort of, and saving the planet and all this sort of stuff. Um, so maybe I have to stop that because people are thinking my, my bit of fun are political statements when I, I can assure you they're not. <laughs> no, it's funny. I think that's a great thing. I mean, I, one of my friends did, uh, um, I'm trying to 
because um, I've, I've had many people who have helped me uh, do libraries in the past, but I got a KFC library done as well, yeah. uh, which was fantastic. Um, and of course, my, my kind of joke PSN that I sometimes use is Fat Man in the Cheap Sim. Mm. And so one of the guys put on it, um, the reason that's uh, KFC is so finger looking good. That's why I'm a fat man in a cheap sim. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> was, uh, so yeah, you can have lots of fun um, with, all of, with all these different libraries. Yeah. Do you yes. have plans on doing what would what would be your ideal one if you could do it anything at all? What kind of library would you quite like? I don't know. To be honest, I'm such a uh, you know I'm rubbish with it, and I'm very lucky that people actually want to do things. You know, some people actually do them for me specifically, like the KFC one. Uh, but I think to be honest, the one that I'm running at the moment is is my favourite one in the McLaren. Um, so I don't know if you've seen it, Hugh, but some people in the chat may have seen it. It's the old West McLaren livery. Oh, right. But yeah. do you remember when they were when they got banned from using West because it was a cigarette? So they yeah. so they had Kimmy, I think they had David on the side. Yeah. So, yeah. so Rico Suavius, who does my liveries for me, has put Rory on the side of it. And it looks absolutely amazing. Oh, and I love it. So um, yeah. you know, it's completely unique. Um, and I think that, to be honest, is is my favorite one. Doesn't get yeah. any better than that. Absolutely, I know no, that 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 does look really really good. Um, there's a funny comment here saying that she was aligned with KFC's values: eat chicken and chips. You know, so <laughs> it was like you know, make money at the same time. I should I should have I should have had a KFC franchise. That was the big mistake. Or a and chicken cottage was, one, if it was if it's a bit easier to have chicken cottage it, up there. Uh, they, well, I've not seen one here, to be fair. Well, one of the uh, many chicken, some chicken, and yes, then you can put kind of whatever a, yeah. word you want afterwards, and that can be yeah. a variation. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. Now, uh, Keith has asked a question: um, What is Rory's favourite book or serialisation? What's my What's my favourite book or serialisation? Uh, I don't know. All I can say is I don't actually read books. I like audio books. I like books. It sounds terrible. I like to listen to sort of podcasts and stuff. So I like yeah. have things have things actually read to me. Um, and and I'll watch TV shows wherever it's possible. So the likes of, you know, like apparently Game of Thrones was a very very good book. Um, mm. But you know, we just watch the just watch the TV instead, or have it read to you. I think. <laughs> Much easier. Now, one of the ones that they've come back with here uh, said that uh, uh, Jonathan said Dixie Chicken in Edinburgh. It was free botulism with every order. No. <laughs> they were they were notorious for making people feel ill. After yes. That um, now old Diacobub has has uh, has joined the chat. He was the chap who made my KFC library. Um, so it said, but oh. he just popped in to say hello. That um, so tell me, what do you think has changed in the last year? Looking at all these big games that have been coming out, like as, as we haven't actually talked to said, of course, a competition mm. either. But, but what would you say is this? Are the standout points for things like iRacing compared to GT Sport? Um, I think uh, I think the no frills. To, I think the driving standard actually for you know it sounds you know I don't want to alienate anyone who's who plays GT Sport, but I just think there's a higher level on. Mm -hmm. um, on iRacing, to be quite honest with you, the ceiling is much higher. I am nowhere near, you know, I might sneak into a top split at some point, you know, if I do the last race, uh, a race nobody wants, and I'm at my highest DR ever on Grand Turismo Sport, I might sneak into the top split. With yeah. this, with iRacing, you have not got a hope. Some of the guys yeah. that are up there, you know, we've got the real, the actual race drivers, which is, you know, another thing as well. So yeah. you've got your Max Verstappen's, yeah. 
and uh, you've got a lot of American ones. You've got a lot of German guys who do the touring cars, uh, and you've got a guy called um, Max Beneke, who is the first guy to get over ten thousand i racing i rating. Wow! To put it into perspective, my on mine hovers around two. Uh, you wow. know, and I'm and I'm an A and I'm an A plus driver on GT Sport, which is the top level. Um, so I think there's a, there's a guy called um, Do you know who Rubler is? Rubler, uh, he's the guy. Yeah, I think he's so he was uh, Nicholas Rubler. He was a GT Sport World finalist, I believe. Um, he, um, I think he's about six k I rating. Wow. So that that kind of gets you know he's halfway up the chain, and I think he yeah. was about five. 5,000 I rating at his, uh, at his peak. So that's that, that kind of, that, that mm. sh- you know, that endorses kind of uh, what I'm saying around the, around the standard, uh, to be honest. Um, but that's also because the barrier of entry is so much higher on I racing. You can't just pick up a controller and away you go, you know, the yeah. minimum setup yeah. you need is a wheel and pedals. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that stops, you know, my 14 year old nephew getting on and ramming everybody on my account that that stops that because you need to go through everything um mm. and also i think the standout as well with with iRacing is is just the variety the variety yeah. of this yeah. stuff uh, and the immersiveness i just think the difference in some some tracks so for example the difference with le mans on iRacing to le mans on gran turismo is just it's just worlds apart same with the nurburgring um mm. Just yeah, just incredible. I love the challenge of it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, those are two tracks I haven't actually tried yet on iRacing. Uh, but even uh, I, I thought it just looks really sharp when you when you watch like a replay on iRacing. It's very very good, mm-hmm. and, and uh, all the sounds can sometimes be variable, but they're still yes. quite quite reasonable. Um, and you get the feeling that, that some of these cars are, are quite tricky as well. They're not; they don't react. You know, mm-hmm. You've got to be ready to to get snap over steer, understeer the whole kind of thing. And- yeah, and you need to because if you if you don't correct that, you're in the barrier and it's over. On yeah. Gran Turismo, it doesn't matter because you know yeah. you get snap out. It doesn't matter. You just bounce off the wall. You're still going. <laughs> so there is that you know there's there's trepidation there. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's the thing. I mean, I have to admit, Formula V uh, or, the, or the Mazdas, uh, the Mazda MX-5s. You get some great races with them. And we had Dave come on a few weeks ago, mm. and I remember watching his video. Uh, and he was saying that he, he basically stopped and let everybody go through the first few corners and then he caught up and after yeah. about two or three corners he'd already gone past about four people because yeah. literally all you saw was smoke um and you know and people had spun off and and then he ended up doing pretty well yeah so he's great yeah he's great dave i love i love his content it's really really good yeah yeah but, uh, now here's a good question for you from koloff s callen uh, he said can you ask rory why he never smiles while racing See, Koloff is—he's always got this all the time. He's—he's always—he's always on me for this. I don't know. I think it's a nerves thing, to be honest with you. I feel such a responsibility. Again, saying this on stream last night, I feel such a responsibility to put on like a show um, because I think it just goes down to the whole. Not quite sure why people watch me and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I get incredibly nervous. Um, you know, if I'm laughing and joking, then I'm going to crash. That's that's yeah. it. I, I try yeah. and be as focused as possible, and I expect so much out of myself because this is my hobby. This I want to be the best at it, um, mm. or the best to, best I can with the time that I've got. Uh, it's just in my nature to not be very happy unless I'm winning. Really, yeah. I, yeah. I, the phrase is, I what is it? I hate to lose more than I love to win. 
I think is the yeah. is the phrase. Um, mm. So yeah, that's that's why I never. That's why I'm not smiling. I think it is quite tricky. It is it is tricky though because and you know people make that mistake as well. If you look at a comment and then just look at it at the wrong time um, yeah. and then it takes your eye off the go and you're coming into a corner or something and it can you can go wide or just not yeah. get it right um, or worse it can really ruin your whole race and that's yeah. a you have to learn how to be able to respond and sometimes you're going to go quiet as you're concentrating um, um, as to have it all to, to make it work as well as you yeah. can. Absolutely. Um, because people are there mainly to see good results, you know, and good racing. So, you know, mm. that that directly does not sort of, that's not compatible with me looking like this at the chat all the time. You know, because I look at the uh, chat and then I'm in the wall and then it's it's the end of the race. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's there's a lot of concentration involved, I would say. That's another thing as well, is uh, I don't often smile when I'm concentrating. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that, yeah, no, that's, that's quite normal, to be fair. Now, Sean... Sean, who's always asking controversial questions, he says here, uh, Timothy says you owe him a Fanatec wheel. He says that you can't remember uh, offering him before, but he said oh. he's going to buy you a round of golf if you give him a, a Fanatec wheel. Um, oh, that's, and, that's absolutely fine. I will see you. I will see you. At, what's the one up in Scotland? The Trump one. What's the most expensive one? Well, the Trump. Yeah, the Trump Turnberry is really good. It's a yeah. great hotel, but I've been there a few times. It's a fantastic yeah. hotel. That's absolutely it, yeah. fine, Sean. It will probably exceed the cost of the Fanatec wheel. I'm willing to part with to give to you. So that's absolutely <laughs> fine. I'll see you up there. If you can get my flights as well, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> oh, well, perhaps we could all meet up there. That would be that would be great. I'll be all over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, so, and he's also asking, why is it always Sean's fault when something goes wrong? On one of your live streams, seemingly that's his, his query. I, I just any excuse really to blame Sean for, for most things, really. Um, I don't know if it's me blaming Sean. I think Sean is blamed by most of the others in the chat, to be honest with you. I'm, <laughs> I'm too busy concentrating and being miserable to, to, uh, to, to sort of interact. But um, yeah, I think Sean brings on that on himself. Again, that's his own fault. So there we go. His, his point proven, I suppose. That's the thing. Now, Jonathan has asked a question in French, and I have absolutely no clue as to what he's saying. So, Jonathan, you need to write it in English. That, uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> Philip Horton has, has said, um, can you ask Rory why Porsche Wheelrun uh, is his favourite? I will show you why. Look at the state of this thing, right? Hopefully this thing won't come off and smash me in the face. Uh, hang on. This is why. Look how Ooh, beautiful yeah. this yeah, thing is. Nice. That yeah, is that yeah. is why I just apps, you know, at, look at all the buttons that I don't use and and all this sort of stuff. It's got a little dial there uh, that I don't know what it says. It's just absolutely incredible. Um, it's leather as well, which is which is cool. It's leather as well, which is nice. Um, yeah, I just absolutely love it. and Porsche is one of my favourite brands. So. Um, so it's like I'm driving the real thing, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that does look really, really good. And when yeah. you see them inside on the real racing, it does look very, very similar, um, which is fantastic. Mm. That um, now that's that's the thing. Um, now here is a good question from Smoker Mike seventy seven. Uh, Rory, do you find it hard or get stressed being so honest and forthcoming with your content when there is such a large amount of harsh criticism out there? Um. No, I used to get worried about what people said, but then I've become very, I like to think I'm very self-aware. Uh, I talk about this a lot as well. Um, I am what I am. You know, I am what I am. And I've been true to kind of myself through a lot of things that happen um, just generally, really. So if, 
it's just in my nature to be honest about this sort of stuff and and if i'm not me if you try and be someone you're not especially on youtube you're gonna get found out pretty quickly especially when you're doing things like live streaming as well yeah you knocked your water over like i always do yeah that's the one and i thought when i picked it up i thought i bet i'm gonna knock this over um so yeah it's just it's just a case of you know it, that's me really so i don't find it too stressful the biggest thing that i find stressful the biggest sort of things that i probably i worry about if i'm doing an iRacing stream and i crash at the start of the race and then we have to wait an hour for the next race that yeah, terrifies me absolutely yeah. terrifies me because it makes me think right i've got to keep these people entertained for an hour and i'm really boring so i don't really know how i'm gonna do this and i feel like i'm gonna let them down uh, so that's where i kind of get stressed um but no as you know it's 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 just me really um and, and that's it that's all i can say so i don't really get too worried about it to be honest yeah i think and, that's and, i mean and, and sorry to you the positives you know for every negative comment i get i get about 20 positives so you yeah, know from all yeah. the amazing people out there so it you know i just concentrate on that to be honest because the negatives are often more about the person who's writing it than mm-hmm. Than the other because i have never written a negative comment about anything ever like the, the term troll or whatever i don't really understand what yeah, it means yeah, but yeah. it take it would take a lot for me to to i'd have to be in a pretty bad place to watch someone who's put something together for free and go oh you you're this you're that you're that it's it would yeah. say more about the person behind the keyboard for me yeah, so i almost yeah. feel sorry for them rather than worrying right. about what they say yeah so. yeah no that's a good a, a good approach to take isn't it um, because I think, I mean, it's like me, I, I just try and be enthusiastic because I, I do love gaming. I love the motorsport aspect. I love interviewing people like yourself mm. who are doing really well. I tell you, have built their way, you know, gone from started at the, at where everyone starts and gone up yeah. to the top. And, and I've done some amazing races and things like that. Um, so, I, you know, because it's great fun and it's a, it's a wonderful, motorsport is just an incredible thing. And I think what I love about it, I, I don't know if you've experienced this yet, but if you do a track day with all that practiced on your sim rig, have you ever found that it's it's actually helped you on your track day, or perhaps the I've never done of driving, one. Or you've got to do I've one. I've never ever done one. Um, never, ever, ever, ever. I've always thought if this thing ever blew up to the point where, you know, I was financially free, I would enter mm. myself into the um, British Touring Car Championship as a privateer. That is like yeah. the the goal, and I'd be in like yeah. I'd be in like some horrendous iconic car, like the cars I'm thinking of is like Ricard Rydell's Volvo estate. That is oh, that's yeah. the sort of that's the sort of yeah. car we're talking about. Or like a Dacia Duster or something like that. You know, <laughs> so something 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 like iconic. Um and I would I would be all over that. So um You could take yeah. your wife's Fiat five hundred, just get rid of the diesel. That's engine. it, yeah we could drop it, yeah. we could do all this sort of stuff. Um <laughs> it would it would, I could smash it to pieces. It would be great. Um but yeah that's that that would be that's exactly what I would do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember watching that uh, when they were touring cars. I had the video thing of the year that was back, back in the 90s when yep. he had his Volvo State, his 850. Um, was it, it. The, the, it was the one with the five cylinder engine, wasn't it? That made that lovely yeah. noise. And but, um, the T5, yeah, def- the T5 or T6, something like that. Right? But I would definitely yeah. have, I would definitely going back to somebody else's question about the, um, I think it was Adam's question about the food, it would definitely be heavily food liveried up. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe Hugh, maybe Hugh, you could sponsor it with your chicken cottage franchise. Yeah, we could have a chicken cottage, 
don't see a duster in the BTCC. You know, <laughs> giving them exactly the right image and that's, that they want for the. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, you know, uh, we'll have to look at that one now. Uh, Jonathan has finally written this question in English, and he's written it about how many times, so I would notice it. Uh, it is this: Where does Rory see his channel in five years' time? And can you make a living out of sim racing? Oh, where do I see it in five years? I don't know. I'd just be happy if I'm still here. To be honest, like as as in still doing this thing and still doing what I enjoy. I think I've got through the most difficult part of having the the newborn kids. That was a real excuse me. That was a real test. So I didn't know if I was going to come out the other side of that because you see so many content creators come and go and, and yeah. disappear. I just want to still be here uh, and still mm. doing what I'm doing. Um, in terms of making a living out of it, there's only a couple who have. And we all know them. So, you know, yeah. Jimmy's done it. Steve's done it. Um, I don't really know anybody else who's done it, uh, to be honest with you. You know, and to, and to you know, to comfortably live. I, I've, yeah. I've always said this. I would be uncomfortable. Where, you know, if you go to work, like we all go to work uh, at nine till five, if you had a good day at work or if you have a bad day at work, it's fine because you're being paid. Your rent's being paid. Your mortgage is being paid. Food's on the table. That's it. If you make a bad video and it tanks, you the algorithm just, you know, I would not allow for my, you know, my family or, you know, my home or anything like that to be dictated by something I don't understand. So for me, yeah. unless I yeah, yeah, unless it gets absolutely massive, because the amount of the amount of views and the amount of subscribers and all uh, not subscribers, but you know, channel members and donations and all that you need to even compete with a minimum wage salary, it yeah. yeah it's massive. It is absolutely mm. massive. Anybody who creates content, a human, you'll know from, yeah. you know, if you look at your monetization on some of your videos, it's not, you're not doing it for the money. I know <laughs> I'm not. I'm zero. Um, I don't, I'm not a thousand yet. So I can't quite. Oh, well, there, well, there you go. So. Well, there you go. Sorry. Sorry. It doesn't, doesn't get much better. I can assure you, unless you go up to Steve or, or yeah. uh, Jimmy level, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, it's a big old, big old ask. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think because I mean that's the thing. I mean it's a big marketplace, but a lot of people watch the big guys that are up there, aren't they? And that's that's the thing. Um, but uh, I think it is quite hard. I know it also depends what kind of advertising you get as well, isn't it? And what you accept on yeah. your channel and what kind of ones that they put on your channel and so on. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, but no, I mean, but you've hit thirty thousand and growing, which is great. Um, and it's uh, and it's great to see a lot of the British guys getting up there and and getting and you know really um, you know claiming a good a good title. Um, as being because you, know, you do you might not be doing it full time but it's very professional um and people really enjoy it which is good and i think to hit those those big goals i know you were trying to get to thirty thousand for quite a while and yeah. then all of a sudden it just seems to have really come along you must feel quite good or at least I relieved that's that exactly I was, that is the exact so i was on twenty nine thousand for probably six months uh there was a couple of things that went wrong for some reason i uh i clicked a listed on Oh, unlisted. I, I listed a bunch of unlisted streams. It basically, and, and you may remember this, your feed one day would have just been full of my old live streams. And that, yeah. that I lost about 300 subscribers in one day. And, yeah. and then it kind of, and then obviously Max came along. So my kids came along and uh, Freddie and Max came along. So it wasn't my top priority. So, you know, you don't make content, you know, regularly and it just slams you. You know, going back to the previous point about not wanting to leave the algorithm to to decide your fate um that's that's exactly what happened so we were we plateaued for a long time i was worried about you know becoming irrelevant 
you know, people don't like me and, and all this sort of stuff and all your, you get self-conscious. Um, but yeah, so relief is, is massive, but you've got to put it into context and I, and I have to stay on top of it because you can't always, there's no end to this. You know, if you're always chasing the next subscriber, the next view, there's no yeah. end. Yeah, there's no yeah. end and you've got to be like those bank adverts it's like remember the people who are here yeah, don't yeah. worry about the people who aren't worry about the people who are here and the rest will look after itself i think because thirty thousand is still thirty thousand more than i would ever imagine would be interested watching watching me do something i love so mm-hmm. you know it you, you've got to you've got to just keep it into context and keep keep a lid on it i think and, and be realistic with this sort of stuff otherwise it will yeah. just drive you nuts <laughs> yeah, drive you nuts yeah. no i think it's true i mean because that's that's the thing that i thought that okay you know a lot, i've seen a lot of new drivers come along or new streamers and they hit a thousand subs from starting in january and then by by may or june they're at a thousand and i'm thinking i'll be going for about a year and a half two years and i'm still on mm-hmm. 500 on so you can't you're in your own unique battle you're in your yep. own kind of drive and, and strategy and then you have to you have to build it as you build it isn't it? So that's 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 the thing. And eventually, yeah. if, if you if you keep going enough, and you and you do things that people hopefully enjoy watching, um, then then eventually you get and, there. And I would also say, um, the number next to your name means nothing in terms of the quality of your content, like we were speaking about before. Just yeah. because you're on five hundred odd does not mean I'm sixty times better than you. My content is sixty times better than yours. You know, Steve's mm. got twenty times the amount of subs that I have. You know. Mm. Do I, you know, obviously naturally I think, oh, he's much, much better than me for that. But the guy's been doing it for 10 years and you have to, you have to, well, one, you have to respect that because it's absolutely crazy for doing it for that long. But, you know, you've just got to be so careful with this sort of stuff because it's not a knock on anyone, Uh, you know. It's it's so, you have to just, if you actually look at the big big guys on YouTube, whether in whatever it is, you can always think about the one video that made them pop. And that's it. Yeah. You can even see it on the likes of Jimmy and Steve's channel. So Steve will openly admit, like his one was Shameful Rammers. That yeah, thing's got like yeah. four million views or something. It's yeah, it's absolute yeah. madness. Um, Jimmy's got one where he tried like a, a million pound simulator. It's got mm. millions upon millions of views, and then it just snowballs. It just yeah. snowballs. It snowballs. So um, you need that yeah, one just, great title. That's what that, that's, yeah. that is what you need, and then and then you need to sustain. And you know, if you can get eyeballs on your on your stuff. Then and and a percentage of them stay. If you scale mm. that up and do it regularly, yeah. you'll you'll be fine. But that's the key. Is yeah. you know uh, they say YouTube's a, a marathon, not a sprint, and oh, it, that is probably the truest thing and the truest bit of advice I give to anyone is <laughs> it's yeah. a marathon. Marathons and people who eat KFC is probably not a good combination. As a no. contradiction, <laughs> that, that no. might be the one. <laughs> no. Make a good it'd make a good title though, wouldn't it? So yeah, uh, maybe I'll try that then. Maybe I'll try. <laughs> the marathon kfc eater that uh, but there we go now smoker mike 77 has said rory thank you for being so humble and honest about everything you are a gentleman driver ambassador of the sportsmanship and overall a great human being that's, that, uh, that's what i mean that's why I, that's really kind mike and and that's why i don't care about the negative comments because that one means more to me than 10 million people who say you know you're crap basically and you're boring and you're rubbish at racing so that's the sort of stuff that makes me do this sort of thing so so thank you mike i really appreciate it all right it is so nice though because i think 
Um, and that's the great thing about doing the lobbies and inviting your community to race with you, um, that you're able to, you know, that, that you've got this camaraderie as well and friendship. Um, and I think if we were all to meet up now that now that finally COVID is beginning mm. to ease up a bit, um, you know, people have been talking about let's have a party or let's have a meet up. Let's all go to Goodwood together and meet up there or some kind of, you know, go to Silverstone or somewhere for a big meeting. Yeah. And hopefully we can start to do things like that because I genuinely think it would be a great way to get to know our communities so much better um, and be able to, to enjoy one another uh, and see, you know, shake a hand here and there. Absolutely. Because I think it's, 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 been a, it's been a very hard time for a year and a half for a lot of people and sim racing has helped to fill a huge gap um, for mm -hmm. lots of us to try and uh, offer something and connect to people, which is, which is kind of vital, I think, mm. for your, your well-being, isn't it? And that's a, it's, it's wonderful how that sim racing communities have really been able to thrive um, and out of doing the things that we all enjoy doing, you know, racing each other, um, yeah. which, is, which is great. But, uh, now, the Rumar experience has said, um, Hugh Hatchick, well, the deep fry and batter Mars bars, why not marathon with the, with the Colonel's secret recipe? <laughs> though, though now it's called a Snickers meat. That's true, isn't it? <laughs> I've actually had a deep fried Mars bar. It was actually really nice. Oh yeah. Sure. yeah. It wasn't in Scotland, it was down in Portsmouth at uni, but um but yeah, it was it was really nice. If ah, anyone hasn't thing. had one, I'd definitely endorse getting it. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. What is uh, I know you've always got a big race coming up, um, but what have what have you got any kind of big uh races or endurance races that you're planning over the next wee while? Yeah, so they're, they're few and far between at the moment because of obviously kids and, and uh, weekends are, I don't know why iRacing don't have stuff during, like a three hour on a weekend or on a Friday night or something because I'm sure they must understand their demographics are probably people with families to be quite honest. So as I say, mm. weekends are sacred. But the next uh, race that is coming up is the Suzuka 10 Hours, which I think is in two weekends time which I'm doing with uh, Team Rocks. So I'll be doing it with Charlie and Kirith, which I'm really excited about, obviously, because it's Suzuka in uh, GT3s, almost a Group 3 in GT3s, um, which is right on my street. So I cannot wait to do that because I haven't done it for a long time. Um, and the missus has been out so much that I no longer yeah. have the dad guilt. So I often get dad <laughs> guilt of like, oh, okay, I want to go sit on a rig for 10 hours while she's <laughs> sitting there with the kids, like they're driving yeah. her mad. So uh, I've definitely, uh, I'm, I'm, she's in arrears. So I am, I'm good. I'm ready to cash that check and go racing at Suzuka. And I cannot wait. How do you find doing 10 hours, mind you? Because I mean, do you do driver swaps or take it? And yeah, then, yeah. Like a three or four team, is that way with Kirith and others? Is it, or, yeah, we're, or we're, with Kirith and uh, Charlie Roscoe, um, who's the uh, who's Australian. You should get him on the channel, on your channel, actually. He's brilliant. I've heard um, him. Yeah, yeah. He's brilliant. Um, it's it's great to be honest with you because we do depend on tires. It normally works out as when we do a double stint, which is in a stint's probably about an hour. Uh -huh. So, but I've done like a three hour stint before where we needed to. Um, but no, I just absolutely love it. I mean, the guys will laugh because I end up like having dinner on stream and all this sort of stuff, and they hear me clink in with the with the pasta bowl and all. It's just so funny because you can bring them into your life. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's just so yeah. funny. Uh, but yeah, I can, that's next two weeks and, I, and I'm really looking forward to it. Really looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that sounds really good. We've got our HHTCR championship on Saturday. It's going to be the third round. Uh, and we've got two splits. And for once, I made it into the top split. Um, and nice. it is at your favourite combination, Fuji Short and Group 4. But uh, <laughs> it's fun. Oh. 
but it's all it's all front drives. It's a front drive series. Um, yeah, so I'm not available do, for that do. one here if you were thinking yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, so I thought you're going to spill your water there when I told you. Um, no. But uh, but uh, but yeah, so we've got that on Saturday night at nine o'clock, which should be great fun. We've got some great drivers. We've got V Car Jack in there as well, who's one of the fastest. Quite often gets a top ten yeah. time in the EMEA. Um, so he's taking part in that, and some a really a great group of drivers, um, which is which is good. Um, so yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Now, one game we haven't really talked about is a set of Corsa Competizione. Now, mm. is that something that you've tried, or yeah, you... yeah, I've tried it. I think it is. It's ninety percent there, ACC. It's ninety percent there. There's a couple of key things, and it's sort of like uh, chicken and egg with it, really. Um, I don't think the online stuff is is good enough. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think the online experience that you will get with Gran Turismo or iRacing. I just don't think they've got it quite right. The cars, I think, are inc- they sound incredible. To be honest with yeah. you. The level of detail in there is incredible. I think the variation of tracks is great. The weather, the, the they got dynamic weather. They've got uh, day night transitions, but they just don't have they just don't have that online element. And it keeps this competition server thing. I just don't get it. Um, and they should, you know. Um, so Dave Perel obviously uh, has got uh, the sim grid, hasn't he? That he's created. Yeah, yeah. That should scream to Assetto Corsa Competizione. We've got it wrong online because a private, a, a, pri- a different yeah. third party are taking, obviously they're using their game, but you know, they're, they're taking people away from their model. It's just absolute madness. So um, I actually haven't done a, competi- uh, a competition race because I don't even understand it. It comes around like once an hour and then sometimes it turns, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I, I don't know where it is, what, what it is. Um, so yeah. It, I, I've struggled with it to be honest uh, and I haven't really touched it since since it came yeah. out yeah I've played that since I got my PC I have played quite a lot of as I said, Corsa Competizione um, especially when Thea's getting away the world tour and mm. things like that um, and I have found it quite fun but as you say a lot of it's through Discord and private uh, or Discord lobbies yeah. that you know yeah. they take you onto that which is funny because if you go into a random lobby you don't know what it's like you, you go in and say like what you've qualified for um, and it's usually always Monza, um, which is a yeah. kind of ram fest. You know, you, this is where you just start at the back and let the carnage kind of mm. um, continue. Um, but uh, but yeah, it is. Hopefully, they're, they're, I think they're going to redo a set of Corsa. Similarly, there's another version of that coming out quite soon. Okay, and that that might help to to fix all that side. But whether they'll do a new version of a set of Corsa competizione, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, but. It seems like in the chat, uh, we've got oh we've got Erid in the chat, who's a big racer on Thea's streams, um, and uh, but uh, they're all talking about chocolate. Oh, I see our comments all about chocolate. It must be because you were talking about uh, having a deep fried Mars bar, um, <laughs> and uh, and the best one I've seen here is uh, is uh, uh, from Jonathan, and he said here um, that he has a peanut allergy, uh, but he loves Revels, and he said it's like oh. Russian roulette but with yes. chocolate. <laughs> and so, plus also also there's a chocolate covered raisin in there as well so the odds oh, are not good that you're going to get anything particularly nice out yeah, of a revel i don't often buy them because two out of the five i don't like so oh i love all and, and, and coffee and coffee's all right if you're lucky you get the malteser that's, yeah, that's, no, that's, like that's the, the one 
Well, no, coffee was, one that just for me, I just just for me, I think with the Revels, right? If I don't like those three, I may as well, if I'm wait if I'm looking to try and get the Maltesia, Maltesia, sorry, and I've got twenty percent chance. If I buy yeah. a packet of Maltesers, I've got a hundred percent chance it's going to be a Maltesia <laughs> every time. So you know, I'm good. So I just stick with the Maltesers. The Revels are the not is, my not my thing. Revels, the Revel Maltesia looks almost identical to the Toffee. So you can pick one of those, and you think hmm, maybe maybe there's a weight difference. Maybe you can sense the weight difference in it but yeah, uh, but, no. yeah just uh, just some multi, just some maltesers for me would just be fine <laughs> <laughs> now um for the troy it says rory just wanted to let you know that ollie has just taken down rubens barrichello so it must have been oh there must have been a, a racing incident um but uh but so i don't know what's happened there um but uh, and sean is he's off to bed he's not very well at the moment so good night everyone but thanks for the show. We hope he feels better soon. Good and night, Hugh. To have, to have Sean, on, Sean the, sorry. On, the, on, the, on the show. But, um, but yeah, so no, that's the thing. Well, I think we've covered so many different topics. Um, and uh, I suppose it's time now, if you've got any other questions, to put them in the capital so I can um, make sure. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Colquill, um has uh, has turned up, which is great to see him. Jeff, is, he helped me with my PC and getting it all set up and okay. sorted out. And he says everything is better in a community, and that's Agreed. definitely true. Definitely true. That um, so. What would what, if there could be things that you would like to do in the next week? Well, I know you've talked a little bit about the, the on uh, the, the, the 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 races that the ten are at Suzuka. Yeah. Um, what would you like to see, or or would there be a kind of ideal race that you would do that you would like to take part in? Yeah, it comes around every year. The Nurburgring twenty four hour on iRacing. That is that is the race for me. Uh, any any of the 24-hour races um, on iRacing, I love. Um, I would love to just, because obviously it was not a great time when those were on, so I missed the Spa yeah. 24 because I think Max was born like the day before, so I didn't think it was appropriate to <laughs> go racing. Um, <laughs> Sorry, dear. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm off. See you later. <laughs> um, no, just just those really, just to get back into the iRacing specials. I, I love them. I, I really do. I think there's they are literally just such special events they've, they've nailed them every single time um mm. so yeah the the nurburgring 24 hours i think for me it's the ultimate test uh in sim racing i think that yeah. one it doesn't yeah. get any more it doesn't get any better than that for me yeah i uh, it's, it's it's amazing that the the selection of things that you can get and everyone likes a different track see i love brands hatch especially in the, in the gt4s and we did yeah. we actually did a really good um ACC uh, race it was at Bathurst and I think that was in the GT4 Aston Martin mm -hmm. uh, and that was such a nice car to drive you could just push it to the limit the whole time and that's one of my favourites and in Thea's new uh, um, uh, tour that they're doing it's called the Rush Hour uh, and they're going to have a GT3 and a GT4 uh, cool. so you have one of each and then you can race in all these different um, races that they've got and I, I think you need to call it you need to register by the 24th um, to do that but it's it's great fun because it means if you like gt4 you can do that if you like gt3 you can compete in that as yeah. well um and uh, there's lots of different world tracks out there um that we can that we can do it so uh, it's it's fantastic so and i was going to say in, in in bringing it all to a close what would you like to say to your community as many of them are here watching um and what would you like to say to them well uh just they they always hear me say this just just thank you guys really to to be quite honest um as i said earlier just uh just to be doing this and people care that i'm doing it allows me to you know in, enjoy what i do um 
present it to others. I get to work with amazing brands because of these guys. I get all these toys because of these guys. Uh, without any of these guys, I wouldn't have any of this. So uh, just thank you. Um, I just really appreciate it, really. Well, I think we all have to agree. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, uh, Rory. And as I say, you're an absolute gentleman. Um, and it's no, thank so you for having me here. Say. I really appreciate it. Third time now, right? Yes, the third time. And there'll third be hopefully time. many, many more. But yes, uh, every time, time I interview you, there's another another little one that's come along. <laughs> I'm, I'm, done. So. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. But yeah, but, but before we also go, if anybody's watching this who isn't subscribed to Hugh's channel, please make sure that you click the subscribe button as well. Make sure you like it. Uh, as well it really helps out Hugh on his path to 1k which I know well one I know you'll get there but two I know how incredibly difficult it is so keep plugging away my friend uh keep All doing right. what you're doing your stuff's great uh, and I, right. I'm I'm sure you'll get there in the end that's very kind I really appreciate that and it's great to see everybody watching tonight from Rory's channel and from our community as well. It's great to have you all watching. And I'm sure you'd agree, it's been a pleasure to have Rory on the show, answering all these questions um, and giving us a great, great answers and really just a wonderful, wonderful experience of what it's like to be a top sim racer and YouTuber as well, from one of the, the founders of the British pillars of the, mm. of the community of sim racing. Um, it's absolutely great. So stay on the line at the moment. But to everyone who's watching and who'll be listening on the podcast, have a fantastic week. Drive fast and try not to crash. And if you do, you might just win the race at the first corner. Bye to so.